I am Lucas Mack, and I'm on a mission to see the hurting get healed and the healed go out and heal others in order for all of us to experience the true love and light we desire. This podcast is me sharing my journey with you so you don't feel alone in your journey. Welcome to the Golden Rule Revolution. Hello, brothers and sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Golden Rule Revolution. I am Lucas Mack. Thank you for joining. It has been a while, and yet I am so excited because I have planned so much content for 2023. And to kick it off, I have my dear sister, Monica Gray, back for part two. In part one, a lot of people reached out to her and to me. Um, She was instrumental in many people's eye-opening experiences and healing since our first episode. And she's such a powerful force. In our first episode, I felt like I had to cut it short because I had something to do right after the podcast. Um, And so I'm so glad that I was able to get back on with her and do a part two recording. This is a very powerful episode. And my dear sister, Monica, thank you for joining and everyone enjoy. Well, my beautiful sister, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Uh, I have to say I've gotten a lot of People love their first episode. I know you had someone reach out and and got a client from it. Um, And now we're back for part two, Powerhouse part two. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. I'm so good. Um, And we're recording right before Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you. Yes. Merry Christmas to you too. I know it's so funny. Like it's, it's really hard to get into Christmas here. Yeah. In Florida. Florida. It's, It's like almost funny, you know? crazy the weather the temperature here just uh it's like down to 22 degrees it's kind of snowing outside right now in dallas it's bizarre bizarre yeah i think it's gonna be 85 today (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) like i went to the pool yesterday and laid out (laughs) that sounds amazing so Um, yeah it's hard to kind of get into it what uh what a time we're in right now Obviously, the world is changing. People are changing. People are shifting. Um, I'm giving a talk later today at this festival, this online festival called um, Healing Your Soul to Find Your Light. It seems like people are on this path right now of kind of waking up from the slumber or the fog and, and the lies and the deception and the Maybe they bought into the falsehood. Maybe they never did, but we're all kind of waking up slowly to something more beautiful. Um, what are you experiencing right now? And what are you with your clients? Like what's, is there a thread or a theme that you're seeing? Um, yeah, there is. There's kind of a thread of, this is a funny time. It's a funny time. It's it's almost like people have these like high expectations of themselves. Mm. Like they should always react perfectly and they should never get triggered. And, mm. um, you know, and I, it, it's kind of like, yeah, but like we're human. Yeah. Yeah. We're human. Like, Yes, we're spiritual beings having a human experience, but for right now, while we're here, <laughs> right. we're having a human experience. Yeah. We're very human. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's very human to move away from pain, let's say. Like we don't we don't move towards pain. Not even animals do that. Right. So it's like very human to move away from pain. And which is why mm. like a lot of people don't do their work or they don't look inward or they don't feel their negative emotions. They don't feel their pain. And there could be a lot of spiritual bypassing, you mm-hmm. know, of like, Oh, I'm, I'm too spiritual to have negative emotions. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not really what it means. It means, you know, you feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just uh, allow, you accept, you feel Right. And there's no such thing as a bad emotion or a good emotion. They just are. So that's what it means to be human. And and that's actually a hallmark of good mental health is that you can feel the full range Mm. 
Mm, of all of the emotions, the happy, Uh joy, gratitude, love, and sadness, despair, hopelessness. Like we all have those moments. It doesn't mean that we're not spiritually evolved. It just means that we're human. We have to give ourselves permission to be human. That's such a fascinating um, correlation. You're saying with the animal kingdom, like they move away from pain and it's natural to move away from pain. Um, fighting the sneeze for a sec, but I beat it. It's gone. Um, so, uh, what's interesting in Judaism, there's two types of miracles. There's natural miracle where nature can, um, produce abundance. Like the fig tree can come alive that was dead or, or, um, but then there's the supernatural outside of the, like God overriding the natural realm, meaning like he parts the red sea, And that would be breaking the natural order of nature. And it's interesting, like what is human? I think it's the most healthy when we're in the natural order of, of nature and flow and being connected, but there's also something that maybe is unique. And I love your thoughts on this. And just thinking, because I just finished David Goggins second book, um, never finished. And I resonate so much with his life and my life were so similar growing up and he there's almost this overriding to face it and to go into it that's where the power resides and maybe you, humans are the only unique being in the natural order that can do that where yeah. animals i don't know can maybe this the natural yeah they don't they don't really self-reflect right 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 it's not like when a dog barks they're like oh did i bark too loud yeah. you know like <laughs> right only human beings have the capacity to do that. So yeah, mm-hmm. to like transcend, transcend yeah. our our like instinct to move away from pain. And that's essentially what doing our work is, right? right? Or even like going to therapy or even doing experiential stuff is that you actually turn towards it mm-hmm. and you invite it mm-hmm. up yeah. and you hold space for it, right? That's very counterintuitive. Yes. But that's kind of what needs to be done. And, you I, know? and we human beings watching, can do that. Totally. And we're watching all the, we read the books, we watch the movies and we watch the shows of people that do do that. And we like those movies. Like we love the hero's journey. And I think we've been so conditioned to um, outsource the hero's journey to media. When, when we do override that natural instinct, we become our own hero on our own hero's journey. Totally. I, and I love the heroes. Journey. I talk about it all the time. I love it. Yeah. yeah it's And that's why they resonate with us. Right. Whether you people recognize that or not, is that like we see ourselves in the hero in the underdog because it's always an underdog. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, that's and, right. And uh, yeah. And we want that so bad. Mm for ourselves, but we, but we do the same thing, right? Cause part of the hero's journey is the refusal of the call. You know, there's a call to adventure that shows yes. up and then, yep. and then they're like, Oh no, no, no. Like, this is not a good time. Or like, <laughs> I am not the right person for this. Like there's, yeah. I'm not qualified. Right? right. Right. And so there's always the refusal of the call and we do the same thing. You know, we refuse it comes like we say we want it, you know, like even the Bible says like God has put infinity in our hearts, mm. right. To where we're like, there's got to be more like yeah. there's got to be a reason why I'm here. There's got to be something that I specifically uniquely can contribute. Mm. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. When we want that and we wonder what it is. And then something comes along and we're like, oh, no, 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 no. Like that's that, that's it's not a good time. Right. Right. <laughs> not now. I'm not yeah, qualified. Yeah. I need to get more <laughs> certifications or something. Right. It's such a. Um, I think, well, I think collectively what I've been seeing, I think we talked about this on our first episode together. I believe everyone's going to go through this hero's journey together. We will walk hand in hand. Everyone will have to face. I think everyone is starting to face whether physical illnesses are coming up or emotional, like everything is being brought to the surface for us to no longer hide. It's almost like we've tried to skirt it for so long. We're backed into a corner. And the only way to look now is straight ahead and to look into it. Go through, um, yeah. and, and yet it's what was needed all along. We've always needed to look into it and for, I don't know, like if, are you feeling that 
like politics is one thing and religion is another thing and the economy is another thing and work is another there's all these like different layers of things that can distract us from looking into it but it seems like i don't know are you finding people are disillusioned are you becoming disillusioned with with all the noise seems like like the twitter files i don't know if you've read the twitter files that elon musk is releasing but he's like disclosing the truth of like what yeah going on and everyone's like i think slowly they don't want to look at it they start looking at it like whoa we've been living in like a false reality and now it's time to look at the truth so we can free ourselves yeah um I think so. I literally get all my news from, from like memes nowadays. <laughs> like well, I don't watch the news. Yeah. Um, I follow some key people and I've been seeing like snapshots of Twitter stuff. Um, but it isn't that, isn't that truth though? Like, doesn't truth always bubble up to the surface? Yes. yes. That's, yeah. that's the nature of truth. You know, like imagine the people that were involved back in like world war two, you know, that kind of like took the bait of Hitler's like whole thing and, and they conspired even by just their silence, you know, and they did it. And then the truth, the ugly, you know, truth like comes out and it's like, Oh my God, like what did we do? Like it's, it's always happened, you know, and it always will like the truth just that's what's so cool about the truth you know like it has a certain resonance to it like it Mm. has a certain feeling to it and it always bubbles up Mm. always on a micro level and on a macro level you know like i've had that happen in my own life too where you know something was being said about me and it wasn't true or or there's you know drama going on and then like the truth always comes back around where mm. you know, like I've had that happen in my life. Like when people came back to me and they're like, I'm so sorry. Like I kind of misjudged you or like, yeah. Yeah. and I was wrong, you know, like it wasn't real. And I'm like, I know. Yeah. And you were able to hold hey. space for, <laughs> oh, it's okay. You got, you got a pup. You got a little pup with you. I got a pup. Yeah. Who like they, my cat and this, and, and my friend's dog, like you're still working on their relationship. <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, yeah, that is, uh, I heard this person talk the other day. They said propaganda is immediate truth takes its time. And I was like, yeah, that's, that seems like propaganda or lies, like whatever. It's like the easy, yeah, it's like fast right food, away. easy, fast food. yes. Quick. Yeah. Immediate. And truth takes its time. And it, and the sense when you're talking about truth, it's, it's, um, if I was going to put a persona to truth, it's like not in a rush grounded and just like, I'm coming. I'm coming. Right. And you that's know? the truth. It's, tr- like, it's like, I don't need to, comp- I don't need to yeah. convince any, right. that's like, that's the nature of truth. It just stands, you know, that's it just right. like stands there and all its brilliance. Just yes. like, yes, it's not cheap. It's not going to cheapen itself by trying to convince. Right. Right. It is what it is. Uh, there's a, yeah. <laughs> my kids see the snow outside and they're excited <laughs> um, <laughs> uh jesus said if you knew my father you would know me if you, um this like concept of if you knew the one i don't have to convince you of the if you knew the at the universal truth i don't have to convince you of the particular truths essentially it's like that there's so many people get caught up in the nuances of particular truths and i was like a prolific uh, verbal assassin for many years of my life in religion and ministry. And like, and I was, you know, I knew how to like walk people through the Romans roadmap and this whole like shtick. And it's like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like God's going to draw you to him. And we, the Bible says we love him because he first loved us. God's love was preeminent and prepared from the beginning of time. So how can I convince someone to love God? I can't. It's just, I can walk in that love. And right. Jesus didn't that. do that either. Yeah, like, he, he was one it. of the most boundary people ever. Right. right. Like, yeah. like even the story, there's a couple of stories that stick out that really illustrate that. Like one, one is the, the rich young ruler mm. that was like, 
what, what do I have to do? And he's like, well, you need to like follow the commandments. He's like, yeah, I got that. Like what, yeah. what else do I have to do? And he's like, you got to give away all your money. Mm. And the guy walked away shaking his head. Right. It says that he just walked right. away. And like, and what did he, Jesus didn't go running after him. I'm like, oh no, no, no. Okay. Okay. Just half your money. You right. don't have to give away all of it. <laughs> right. You know, like right. come back, like, come on. Right. You know, he, he let him walk away and he used him as an example. And he's like, mm -hmm. you see, it's easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than yes. it is for a rich man to get into heaven. And he let him walk away. Mm. You know, he doesn't, he didn't like go chasing after and cheapen his message at all. And then right. the other one is when he goes to the island of the guy, the guy who's demon possessed. Yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. he cast them out. Right. And then the pig into pigs and the pigs go over the cliff. And then yeah. the next thing you know, the people are saying, will you please leave? Mm. And the next verse is like, then he got in the boat and left. Mm. He's like, all right. Like, you want me to leave? Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he very respectful. Right. Of people's boundaries. He's not going to like overstep and, you mm. know, and he was constantly leaving like people wanted when he was doing miracles and healing. people are like, we want more, we want more of you. And he was like, no, I need to go off and mm. pray. And so it, like he, he was like, nobody got in the way of his work, of his father's work for him. You know, yeah. like he had a mission yeah. and he was going to do it and he wasn't like, sucked into people's neediness of him he was right. always like nope i have my father's work to do so that's cool too because like if he wasn't like that and he had to like convince people and chase after people i mean again like that's just not the essence of what truth is exactly. it's not it doesn't do that exactly i said the truth never needs to be marketed period like i never need to convince coerce manipulate intimidate threaten uh the truth yeah. All the and that's love. That's truth. love, right? It's yeah, freedom. It's true. it's true. There's no coercion. There's no manipulation. Right. Yeah. What's interesting in this 3D density that we've been in, you know, and whether like we're talking about ascending to the 4D or 5D, whatever, but 3D is all about choice. It's the duality. And the duality is the essence of love. Have had we not had the choice to choose, which is why Joshua says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. The whole essence of our existence is choice, which is freedom and freedom, freedom and truth. And like acknowledging the truth of this existence and the choose. And then I think what so often the model of humanity is to blame and not take responsibility. It's like the first okay. conversation between God That's and man in the Bible. Consciousness. Yeah, exactly. God, God walks to um god who knows everything walks as they say it says in genesis chapter 3 verse 8 it says and they heard the voice of the lord god walking in the garden in the cool of the day like that's such a beautiful picture that they had already eaten of the fruit and they said they heard the voice of the lord god walking in the garden in the cool of the day like man that sounds refreshing that sounds amazing that doesn't sound violent angry trigger that's like such a beautiful picture and, and it says looking the Lord God, for them look for him yeah. and says where are you even though he knows yeah he adam to say here am i here is here and um and then adam says well i heard your voice and i was afraid because i was naked and he says who told you you were naked did you eat of the tree where have i commanded you not to eat it and instead of adam just saying i really believe that the whole crux of the entire 66 books of the Bible hang on this one conversation. If Adam would have said, yeah, I messed up. <laughs> I blew it. Yeah, I did. I wanted to know what it was like. I wanted to have that experience. If he would have just said, yes, things would have been different. But he said, the woman thou gave us to be with me. She blame. Blame yeah. reflection. So God being logical, giving everyone the same opportunity, goes to the woman and says, what is this that thou has done? And she does the same thing. The serpent. Blame. Did he? And so this whole um, paradox of choice, but then owning our choice, like, did I do that bad thing? He, you know, you're part of my friend, but you're goddamn right. I did that bad thing. Like I chose into that as opposed to, oh, I didn't, it's like own it. And if we own it, that's where the freedom is. Cause we're finally speaking the truth. And that's where the liberation comes from in this duality. Totally. I love that. That is, that is it. And, and it's so funny. Like 
it kind of takes the sting out of it too. Um, that's a funny theme that's been coming up a lot recently also is like, just own it. It's okay. Own it. Just own it. own it. Cause again, you're human. Yes. You're, you're human. Just own it. And as long as you own it, you're okay. But that takes the sting out of it too. Like I remember, um, this is a conversation I had with my ex-husband who was like really defensive and like wouldn't own anything. And I remembered like, he would be like, well, you did this. And I'd be like, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did. I did that. I did. And he's like, and then, uh, and then it's like, I don't know what to do after that. And I'm like, yeah, and it was shitty and I did it and I'm sorry. And like, I did. You're right. Right. And it's like, just, Hmm. you know, and I would tell like, okay, now it's your turn. Like you did that. Just own it. It's okay. Just own it. We're not perfect human beings all the time. Like nobody is like, nor were we meant to be. So here's the trap of, Christianity and the trap of religion. If God's love, we love him because he first loved us. God's love for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I really believe the hymn is not the son. The hymn is the father. Because Jesus points to the father. He says, when you pray, pray the father. He's not talking yeah. about the son. The son did not come to be glorified, to glorify his father. So whosoever believeth in him, the one who sent the son. Yeah. Shall not perish and have everlasting life. So this concept of ownership and blame, if we are moving into this place where God loves every single person, unconditionally, unequivocally, infinitely. However, oh, wait, hold on really quick. Oh, no Sorry. No I Yeah, I had a session before this. What happened? What happened? No, I had a session right before this, and um, it was after an hour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, But this this concept of God's love and us moving into this place, so there's many who cannot own it. They can't accept it. And we've talked to you and I, the first night we, we ever met, we were talking about this. And so many of these people who have done the most heinous acts are not able to own it. However, I really have seen this. I, I know this is coming. I know this is coming as I'm sitting here right now talking to you. God's love will be so immense here very soon and so overwhelmingly present and the movement that's coming will be to hold the final space for those who will get to choose one last time, whether in that un- unequivocally undeniable, infinite, thick, but not heavy love of God, the safest presence they could possibly fathom on earth and still be asked one more time, can you own it? And there will be many that will finally say, Knowing the consequence, knowing what will happen, knowing whatever, but knowing that they're still loved infinitely and unconditionally, eternally. And there will be some that still say, I'm not going to own it. And that is coming. It's coming. I I feel it. And that's where the movement, I I think we talked about this on the first podcast. I've seen this movement. I keep hearing God say, first comes truth, then comes healing. The truth is going to come like a tidal wave, just blow all of us away. We're going to be like, oh, you know, Q, well, I, I'm a big Q follower. So Q said, you know, um, who are you taught to trust the most, have committed the most egregious acts? Like, um, who have we been taught to trust the most? Politicians, religious leaders, uh, you know, business business leadership, celebrities, like we've been and have committed them. I'm like, wow, what if the whole world gets flipped on its head and we're like, we are in the upside down world. We are living in parallel, inverse truth. Everything that we thought was good was evil. It's evil is good. was Isaiah's prophecy. Okay. That's the reality it's revealed. And then what we all get humbled. 
And we're all like kind of disillusioned. Like, what do we do from here? And at that place of humility, then God says, okay. I'm like, I got chills right now. Like God's like, okay, here I come with the healing. Here I come with the love and own it, own it, own it, own it. Like for those who've committed the most egregious acts, own it. And for those who have been victimized the most egregiously, own it. And for those who have lived the middle of the road, kind of bopped along, own it. You know, like I think the people that kind of live in the middle compare themselves with the people that have gone through highs and lows and like, well, I didn't have it that bad. So they just deny their own experience and kind of just float along. It's like, no, own that you were graciously given this life of non highs and lows. You know, maybe this, you know, was your lifetime of it's like a lukewarm though. Right. Cause it's like, Hmm. Yeah. In a way it's like the, if you've been forgiven much, right. Like yes. your, your yes. loyalty and your, your appreciation and gratitude is big. Yeah. Good point. And that's a good point. Jesus said, I'll spew you out of my mouth. If you're a lukewarm, I hated the comment because I used to go by Luke when I was a reporter uh, or not before I was a reporter, I was a server at red Robin for many years. And, and uh, I went by Luke on my name. Uh, name badge and everyone would always say luke i'm your father luke i'm your father uh and i hated that verse because you're lukewarm i'll spew you out of my mouth so then i changed my name all right my real name is lucas but i started going by lucas just because i hated that concept of lukewarmness i did not want to be spit out also didn't want to face what i had gone through so i knew you know subconsciously i was living in this middle area that wasn't conducive to the truth and nor you know my our healing right yeah um and it's interesting that lukewarmness is the non-choice it's almost like because you didn't choose hot or cold good or evil this day left or right i know that's why it's almost like you know i've been studying with this one guy the jewish roots thing Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. he does like a lot of um but he was in prison for a really long time and he would have these like famous debates that like everybody would like want to show up for like his story is so incredible. It's crazy. But um, anyways, he used to say, like he would say, he's like, I'd rather deal with a passionate atheist Mm. than somebody that's just kind of like just non-committal on either way because Yeah. Even like a staunch atheist, like once they they'll, they'll if they change their mind, they'll become just as passionate. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's like a passion there where somebody who's just kind of like, just, I don't know, like they, they're just not interested or they're just mm. non-committal to either thing. There's like no passion there. There's no major feeling towards one way or another. He's like, that's the most difficult person to actually mm. deal with because yeah. they're just so right dispassionate you know interesting how do people and so many people are live that way too it's only the new age movement so i believe that i was talking to these christian leaders that run like the national prayer breakfast it said paul wrote that in romans that he grafted in the gentiles into the vine to provoke the jews to jealousy but it says malachi 3 6 says i am the lord i change not so if god has never changed then he will also continue to graft into the vine another group to provoke the previous group to jealousy. So the new age movement was given the the message of love, infinite unconditional God's love to provoke the Gentile world to jealousy. So now they're getting grafted in the vine, but their movement, you know, no movement is because we're human. No movement is of absolute truth. It's God that is truth. And so there's all these nuances. But what's interesting about the new age movement is they don't want to land on it's like even you know and this is not to knock anyone certainly because i know a lot of people use this language set uh that listen to this podcast but when they say god universe source spirits like you get to be the 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 definer of words so the fact that you can't land on what a word if you want to say universe and it means god then say universe and own it if you want to say God and know what that means, then own it. But this like 
well, I do. You know, it's like, it's that non-committal choose, choose a word. They don't want to say, they don't want to offend anyone. Right. So yeah, that tolerance yeah. of like, but it's like, take a stand. Yeah. Take a stand. You know? Like nobody, right. you're never going to find anyone that's going to agree with every single thing that you that believe in. And that's okay. True. It's okay. Start a people. podcast. You'll find out. If people do not agree. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I know, but that's where it comes, you know, like if yeah. you have the the courage to speak up mm. and talk, you know, that's why I love I love Brene Brown's TED oh, talk yeah. that she yeah. did where the your critics don't count. Because yes. she's like, yeah, the people in the cheap seats that aren't doing anything and they're not taking a risk that's right. in their life, they love to point out how you're, you know, failing or how wow. you're getting things wrong. Right. And, wow. and like her comeback to that with the man in the arena is like, unless you're in the arena, yep. getting your ass kicked yep, that's right. and like blood, sweat and tears all over you. I don't really like your feedback means nothing to me, right? <laughs> but if you're in here and you're getting your ass kicked too, and you're taking the risk, then give me feedback. I would love to hear what you have to say. Yeah. So good. Yes. What um, what are you reading right now or learning or studying? Like, what's calling to you in this time? Hmm. Where is your heart getting expanded and stretched right now? My thing lately that I've been working on is learning how to love. Hmm like real love mm -hmm. and like agape love, mm -hmm. not like romantic love, mm -hmm. not, um, it's just like, how can I be a more loving person? Because I think a lot of what we've been taught and what we've been conditioned is not love at all. Right. 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 So having these, um, you know, like I love, I love that message of like, when you love somebody, they should feel free mm -hmm. right free to be themselves free to have their own opinions to have their own beliefs to have their own you know experience um so i recently read a book that was a beautiful book one of the, probably the, one of the most impactful books i've ever read is called the bonds that set us free mm. cool and it's about how um, it was actually based on a, another guy, I forget his name. Uh, he wrote a book in the 1920s. Um, but it was basically like the world is, is like if you can categorize people into two different groups, hmm. one group of people, the way they have relationship with other people, it's an I, it hmm. relationship, which hmm. means that I'm the main character in my life, right? In my story and an I, it relationship with other people mean that you don't, your reality is the most real one, mm -hmm. right? And everyone else is just kind of like an extra in your, in your movie and their reality isn't really real. Mm, right. Right. And he said, there's other people. The other category of people is they have a, an I, thou relationship hmm. which means that i recognize that of course my own experience is going to be the most real to me because i'm in it and it's me but i also know that you also feel hmm. the same way and your reality is just as real as mine hmm. so it's like it's see really seeing other people as as again it comes back to this theme of like you're a human being i have a human being right here in front of me you have your whole own experiences that you've been through and your own feelings and your own inner reality right 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 and like just recognizing that mm. that it's you know because how many people in this world have this lack right. of empathy right yes right and like they just can't put themselves in the other person's shoe they just can't do that you know, and how much this just causes a lot of problems in our, in our world. And so this book was just beautiful. It just kind of like expanded on that and how 
every relationship we have mirrors, it mirrors back to us. Mm. You know, like if we have, you get triggered, beautiful, great. It's showing you where you need healing. Yeah. You know, those are like sparkly breadcrumbs for you to mine out and to, and to dig out so that you can, you know, and you have to take what this person is telling you, right? Because they're giving right. you feedback on what their experience is of you. Right. That you have to kind of believe and give them the benefit of the doubt that this is what they really need. You know, this right. is how they really feel. Because we don't know. I don't know what it's like to sit across from me and have a conversation with me. <laughs> right? I don't know what it's like to have an yeah. argument with me. I'm probably yeah. a pain in the ass. Right. Like. Awesome. We have no idea what it's like to sit across from our own self. The only way right. to get that is through the mirroring that we get from the people around us. Yeah, that's right. One of my favorite sayings is the triggers are the guides. Like yeah. they are the guides through freedom, through to the other side, like the triggers, wherever we're triggered. I used to, you know, Bible talks about um, that the flesh is at enmity with God. And enmity is like two, it's like Rocky four is one of my favorite movies and the American glove and the Russian glove. Like the movie starts with like this music, like synthesized music, music. And you see the American rap glove and the Russian Soviet rap glove and they hit and sparks fly. I'm like, that's enmity. There is no unison. There's no unity. There's no way to conjoin the two. It is complete enmity. So flesh and selfish is the same word is flesh or selfish is the word so when we i love your word plays i love it it's fascinating how it all works and they know the people they who are who are they there are elites who create language to create spells and teach us spelling and we're right in cursive because we are cursing because we are that powerful jesus said life and death are in the power of the tongue or solomon said this but then um sorry James and John said, you want us to call fire down from heaven. You want us to destroy these people. And he's like, I did not come to take man's life, but to save man's life. Meaning his closest disciples knew the power that we all have as humans. It's not, oh, I've prayed for a miracle. There's, we're in this realm right now of magic and a lot of things are happening. Okay. So the elites change our language set to make us not understand the power of the word, the spoken word, and then to create. So it's fascinating to break all these words down. So the flesh, and then it's like, well, that's confusing because flesh is flesh bad, but then they use the same flesh as the enmity with God. It's like my physical body. But here's what's interesting. I used to say like, I'll, I'll show you what the flesh is. I'll show you where your flesh is. Drop and give me 50 pushups right now. And that little flinch inside your gut or that little like, uh, that's the flesh. That's how you know, draw, eat, you know, eat spinach the rest of the day. That little like tensing up is where we have to go in and say why. And it's that defensiveness, closed offness. And it takes the courageous soul to open back up, stand there in our own power and say 50 (laughs) pushups. How about a hundred and you join me or so, you know, it's like, there's another way to react, but the flesh will always react the same closed, tight, clenched allows no light inside there. And where no light is, no life is. And so, um, I love that we're talking about this whole experience of owning it, coming back to it and freeing ourselves in this whole this whole time. Yeah. And then freeing each other too. Cause like, even, even like, let's take politics and religion, you know, people are like fight over this stuff. Like kill each other. I'll be a safe person and I'll let you have your opinions. Yep. And I don't have an agenda to try to change yours. Yep. And I'll just accept you as you are. Yeah. That's right. Like how, how about that? You know what I mean? Like, cause that thought just keeps coming to me of like, well, I've never met anyone that agrees with everything that I believe in. And we and thank God, because yes. how boring yeah. of a life would this be if like everyone believed in the same cookie cutter thing? Like yes. that's part of the human experience. It's, it's 
hearing another person's inner reality, yeah. another person's experience yes. and taking it at face value that that is what they believe and that is how they feel. And that, you know, like, of course yeah. there's manipulators and all of that, but you know, so we have to have discernment, but even still, it's like, just, let's just learn how to be safe people for each mm -hmm. other. Yeah. Hold space. Yeah. Hold space. Don't be judgmental, you know, be stable and predictable and, and uh, curious and curious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause the opposite of judgment is curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that they teach us very young that curiosity, what kills the cat. So that curiosity is dangerous. And we're taught very early on that if we are curious, it's akin to being killed. And so this is all they what I'm gonna I'm say this. The the they that I am speaking preach it, of brother, preach know it. exactly what they're doing. And we are at the very tail end of this uh telephone game, and we think in our ego that we're so powerful and intelligent, we know what's up, but we know very little of right. That's the humility. Seriously. I know we puff ourselves up, right? Yes. Even that's part of the new age. That's part of the new age thing that like, we are God. It just, it just <laughs> seems like we're a bunch of little kids and we feel powerless and we're like, no, I'm powerful. And yeah. like, yes, we are. Yes, we are. But also at the same time, like go stand at the edge of the Grand Canyon or go, you know, or heal someone Go dying in their sickness. And like, right you'll now. see how yeah. small, right? you know, we want to like puff ourselves up and, yeah. you know, so that's part of that humility. It, it's like, it's, it's a dual thing, right? It's like, mm -hmm. yes, we're important and we're very powerful. Yes. He's way more powerful than we even know. Yep. But yep. at the same time, we're not that powerful. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like, okay. So, you know, you've read, the untethered soul, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Michael There's Singer. I was flying about it this morning. Yep. So I recently went up to his center because mm, um, cool. it's out up here, you know, in like northern central Florida. So I I went, and he's so cool. It's like this cute little cabin in in the woods, mm. like very unpretentious, you know. And here he comes in. You know, he sits down and he busts out his keyboard and he's got like his buddy, this old dude, you know, like playing guitar and singing and Michael Singer is on the keyboard and they're just belting. Singing? Just singing. Perfect. Michael like, Singer is singing. I love it. Yeah, it was so cute. And then his whole, then he gives like a little message. So his whole message, which I loved because you never know kind of what you're going to get with the new age movement, you know, and I, I love, I love it. You know, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I love it, but then there's certain things in it where I'm like, okay, calm down. Yeah. But he was, his whole message was like, was like, um, like, yeah, we're all creators, but the earth has been here for a really long time. Like there's been a lot here way before you ever got here. Yes. yes. So it was kind of the same message about like, calm down like we're powerful and we're creators but do you know what had to happen for you to even be here like mm -hmm. all this stuff yes. out of your yes. control like had to happen in order for your life to finally come into this thread of existence and right. this beautiful tapestry of time and, and, right. and space so i i just i loved it you know because it was again like he was so unpretentious and so mm. humble and that was his message of like kind of like be humble you know like you're not the create the creator and this is why um and like in the christian world I'll, i can't stay in there anymore because i believe once you know the truth it will humble you and once you know and and just because you don't know the name Jesus, which means hail Zeus anyway, so does Dios. Dios means Zeus. The Suez Canal is Zeus backwards. The whole, and that connects the left and right hemisphere. I mean, it's it's crazy. Everything's tied to, to this whole narrative. Oh, is that when, the significance of the Suez Canal? Is that it connects? Uh -huh. Oh, okay. 
and Seuss and uh, in the Panama Canal. So it connects the world. It's But when you know the truth, it brings humility. And Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me in the King James Bible, which means you stand beside him. You don't go through him like all the New Age Bible. The New Bible versions say through, which subjugates to the Son versus going to the Father. So interestingly enough, I believe Michael Singer knows Jesus in his own way and how God reveals himself because you cannot preach the message of humility and soul truth without knowing the truth. Because everything else is ego-based. Everything else props it up. Everything else is in flesh. Everything else is a container and a facade and a veneer. And, and, it's, and it's like the chaff which the wind driveth away. But I really believe that man has met the creator in his own. His I, That book is amazing. By the way, if anyone listening, if you've not read The Untethered Soul, it's my and he was going book. through a really hard time when he really? wrote that book. Yes. And then I, I own the surrender experiment. His second book, Lauren loves it. Um, and I haven't read it, but I haven't read it yet. Either. The story yes. of what he was going through. Um, it's incredible. Truth cannot be marketed. Like I said, and it cannot be monopolized. Because the minute some group says, I have the truth, I am, you know, like, oh, we're preaching the truth. Come on. God is greater than, so let all the power go out. Let all the, the harmonies go out and the music, the elect, let everything burn to the ground. What are we left with? That's the truth. What is the natural man in the natural state left with? And that is the divine knowing the stars are greater than I. There is something greater than I but I am connected to it all. I am a part of it all because I'm loved in it all. Like, and that brings us back to God. I think that's, it's interesting. I saw someone say, so time we're taught is linear, that it goes left, right, that we're going towards a way, but Genesis takes us backwards through the Bible. So Genesis one, I mean, revelation takes us backwards. So Genesis one, and we're going, we read the book left to right, even though Hebrew and Judaism, they rewrite the left because all languages read depending on where you are to Jerusalem. So um, if you're East of Jerusalem, you read right to left. If you're West of Jerusalem, you read left to right. <clears throat> or some people say the Vatican, which possibly is another uh, indicator of that. However, um, God creates, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form of void and darkness upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And then it, God goes through and he creates the Garden of Eden and the four rivers and he separates and he puts man in there and, and he walks through this whole journey. Well, Revelation starts with the destruction of it all and then ends back in the garden with the river pouring out. So Revelation walks us, even when we're reading it left to right, thinking linear time it's actually reversing us back to the original origin of how we were created to walk in the presence of god to hear his voice and they heard the voice of the lord god walking in the garden in the cool today to communicate face to face to own and and honestly live with the power and intention of what humans were really created to be and i really believe this whole realm is magic and it's interesting that the Genesis. Uh, I love that. Exodus, Exodus <laughs> says that. Magic. Love it. It is. In Exodus um, 22 10 says, Suffer thou not a witch to live. And it's like, wow, God, that sounds horrible. Like witches, like that's heinous and horrible. And the Salem witch trials. And interestingly enough, Salem means peace. And so the city of peace is killing witches. And like, what is this? And then they get into gender and it was the women. They don't want women's rights. And this gets all in this veneer and it distracts from what the truth is so what's interesting this whole realm is magic and the top of the pyramid that's how i describe it to my children there's the top of the pyramid we're at the very bottom and they only disclose what they want us to know they change the language set so we create this world that we are manifesting they know they call us human hue is light in man we are light beings on this earth they know it but they they have us living in darkness but what's interesting about this whole thing who goes and presents, sorry, I'm on this tangent, but I think this is interesting this time. Who goes and presents the gifts to baby Jesus? The three magi. 
And the magi were plural. Magi is plural for mega. And mega means magician. A magician plays with magic. So mega always precedes the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the Christ. What did Donald Trump herald? Everyone gets hung up. First of all, his name's Trump, whether that is even his name. But Trump, he is the trumpet and he is waking everyone up. Whether you have hate in your heart and you hate him, great. You have hate, own it. You have love, whatever, whatever. Everything's getting brought to the surface. The Trump is here and he's bringing the whole world. No one in this world, you're not even living in the remote villages of Peru and not knowing who Donald Trump is. He's in every movie, everything. Like this guy has been gone into every industry, manufacturing, clothing, fashion, building. I mean, there's not an industry he hasn't been in, learned everything, knows all the players, and then comes to the surface and everyone loves him or hates him, polarizing. No one's indifferent on Trump. And he came with a message, mega, mega, mega. And everyone's like thinking, make America great again. But that's not right. What that's saying. what I was thinking. That's not what he's saying. Mega. The magicians always precede the coming of the Messiah. And we are waking up again. The three magi, the three mega, the three magicians, mega, magi is plural for mega. So the magi came to bring gifts. Now we are all waking up to our spiritual gifts. We're all waking up. And again, in humility, we will all bow the gifts before the coming of when God comes with his love and beauty and grace and truth, walking in the garden and the cool of the day. And we all hear it again. And we all say, we'll get one more chance. He'll say, what, where are you? And what have you done? And it's interesting. These new Bible versions, I want to talk about Bible versions for a second, because words make such a difference. So life yeah. and death are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. All new Bible versions from 1881, the revised version, all the way to today. Doesn't matter if you're ESV, NASB, NIV, Good News Translation, New Living Translation, the Message Bible, doesn't matter. It's They say slave. When Paul says, I am a slave or I'm a bond slave, King James Bible is the only Bible that says servant. So a slave cannot choose. Slave has no choice. But a servant chooses to serve. Well, it's interesting in the same all Bibles here at the very end, God only says one thing to us. This is what we're told. He only says one thing to us when we come back to God, which is well done. Well, one of two things, but we're only going to hear well done, thou good and faithful slave. Faithful servant. Ah, servant. We had a choice. Yes. He's going to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Yeah. That, I mean, that is the basis of love because even yeah. in the garden, right? The garden was perfect, yes. but he had to introduce an element yes. of, of something because to be obedient means you have the option to be disobedient. Yes. Right. That's right. That's to right. love someone, you have the option to reject them. Yes, that's right. Right. And so like, unless you're presented with those options, you that's don't right. really know where the person stands. Right. That's right. Like in their that's heart. Right. That's right. Yeah. They'd be a robot. They'd be AI. Yeah, they'd be a robot. You're just yeah. doing what you're programmed to do. Totally. And then like, who wants that? Right. The God doesn't want that from us. He right. wants our heart. You know, that's, that's right. ultimately, you know, like a lot throughout the whole scripture is like at the end of the day, it's like, it's about our heart. You know, it's mm -hmm. about circumcision of the heart. It's about a spiritual circumcision and he wants our heart. He doesn't want duty right. and obligation. That's right. And that doesn't work in human relationships either. Right. That's right. Right. And that's why it keeps coming back to like, what is the nature of love? Like, it's not duty. It's not obligation. It's right. not like God calls those, like they stink like filthy rags to him. Yes. Want that. Yeah, he doesn't want to just going ones. through the motions. That's right. With our heart not in it. Right. And like, like, would you want to be married to somebody that's with you just because it's out of duty and obligation and their heart isn't really in it and they're just going through the motions, but they're, you know, it's like, right. no. Right. That's right. It's such a beautiful time. I love, first of all, I love talking to you. It's fun because we can talk about religion. We can talk about all these concepts, but at the, what we're really saying is the one distilled truth, which is God is love. 
and God is light and there is no coercion, manipulation. There is just truth. And that truth is freedom. And from that freedom, we have experiences. We choose to have experiences. And from those choices of experience, we come back and say, or not say the truth of our experiences. And I think this is why not to throw in another topic here at the last second, but why plant medicine for me and how you and I met has been such a beautiful gift because it brings that safety to really look at those experiences where I don't have to be afraid. It's very difficult to look at some of these experiences in our conscious ego mind. It's, it's almost impossible. I think for me, it was impossible. I don't know how I would have gotten there. Once I got there, it was like, I can finally be here now. I can be here on this earth and I don't have this like buzzing or vibration or this like constant i have to go 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 let's keep like I can yeah rest. you like embody yourself right? my rest. what trauma yeah. does like you you're out you're out no. of your body right yeah um i love you thank you for the space that you hold and the the wisdom that you keep the wisdom that you keep uh you know, when you and I first met and, you know, we talked about, you saw me and I saw you and, in the dynamic of giving space and not like, that's wisdom. That is wisdom. And so you're, I just honor you for your wisdom, sister. And thank you. In fact, next Aww, time you host you. the podcast and like, just talk. I think, um, I, I, sometimes I get, I listen to these back all the time. I'm like, man, I wish it, I want to have talked as much. Um, no, but I, I, you know, I, I watched your last podcast that you put on. Um, I forget her name. Leslie. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was her. That was so good. Mm, I was feeling it, that podcast, but mm. you know, like it's the exchange, you know yeah, what I mean? It's the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. It's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, look at like Joe Rogan does that. Like he goes for like three hours. It's just a conversation. Right. It's not really one person talking. It's, it's a conversation. That's why he's been so successful because mm -hmm. what comes out, you know, like of a conversation when two people are listening to each other and, and whatever it, you know, brings up something in you. And then we go down another, another, you know, yeah theme and, and just like whatever the co-creation and, and that comes up, you know, mm. is, is like the good stuff. It's beautiful. It is. You're right. It's beautiful. Um, I love you. How can people connect with you, find you? I know what I asked last podcast, but share and everyone, like, Monica is an incredible trauma therapist, but like, it's, that's, that's just a title. You're aware. Yeah, it's just that's a title. A it's really keeper. just allowing people to like hold space and be human yeah, exactly. and embrace their humanity. Like give yeah. let's give ourselves permission to be human. That's basically all it you know. So how can people Yeah, so the the easiest way is just through my website. You know, my website is sacredgroundpractice.com mm. and sacred ground came about that whole name because um, actually it was when I was in treatment, when I would work in treatment centers and I would, um, go do groups. And so you have like a, you know, a, a group of like, you know, 20, 30 people and there was no cross talking allowed. Mm. Right. And why? Because it's like when, and I would explain it to them. I said, look, when somebody is finally, maybe for their first time ever mm. opening up and talking about their inner reality and what they've experienced. Like they're talking about their wounding that's happened to their mm. hearts. They're talking about the traumas that they've been through. And if you're whispering to your neighbor, like, no, like you have to understand when somebody's opening up their hearts, mm. it's like we're walking on sacred ground. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the most generous thing that we can give people is our, our full attention mm -hmm. and it costs us nothing. Yeah. 
You know, that's like, it doesn't cost us monetarily to give somebody your full attention and honor them. Right. So that's how that came about. So it's really like this, you know, like when somebody is doing that, when somebody is opening up and talking about their pain and their wounding and their trauma and their, you know, emotions, like you can't even rush over there and try to comfort them because it's like, no, no, like this is like a sacred moment right now. Just you have to allow it to unfold and just mm. come out and open up. Right. Cause that was another rule I had too. And not just me, but like in, in group therapy in general is like, you're not allowed to pass the Kleenex box. You're not allowed to get up and go hug that person mm. because really what you're doing is you're trying to stop their yeah. negative emotions. Cause you feel uncomfortable and you're in pain cause they're in pain. And it's like, no, 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 no. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. Let them emote. Mm -hmm. Let them be in this moment and be fully present yeah. to it, to themselves, yeah. you know, like be, you're being emotionally present for your own self by allowing this stuff to come out. So that's where that name came from. Is that like, we're walking on sacred ground when somebody is talking about their heart mm -hmm. and like, you know, their hurts and stuff like that. So yeah. So sacredgroundpractice.com and they can reach out to me and that'll send me an email and there's a phone number on there too. They can call, cool. um, you know, and I'll, I'll get back to people. Just leave a message. If you don't leave a message, I'm not going to call you back, but leave a message <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I will call you back. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. I love you. Thank you for Thank coming you so Thank much. Thank you for co-creating with me. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, sis. And Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Yes. Thank you for your loving presence. Mm. I noticed that about you last time we did ceremony together and you were standing there talking to somebody. I don't remember who it was. It was somebody whose first time was there mm. or they hadn't been there in a long time. And like the warmth that you exude that just like comes out of you, mm. like the warmth and the love, mm. like that's your superpower. Mm. And that, that is just you, you know? <clears throat> So I even told you that weekend, I was like, you just being you mm. is a gift, Makes you know, because you do, you have like this warmth to you. Like, it's just like mm. love is pours out of you. It's beautiful. Mm. Everybody feels it. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'd give you a huge hug. We're <laughs> I know. Thank you. Thank you. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. I will put Monica's information in the show notes. Make sure you check that out. Go to her site, connect with her. Um, she's incredibly powerful, as you can tell, and such a depth and well of wisdom. Brothers and sisters, this is the time. This is the time for your healing. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. Every single human being on this planet has more healing to do. And once we understand that, once we recognize that we have more healing, the beautiful thing about healing, no matter if it's mental, emotional, spiritual, psychological, sexual, physical, whatever category of healing you must face and go through, every single one of us on the other side of healing gets to experience freedom. Peace. Presence groundedness, everything that you wished you were, you are on the other side of healing. That's the truth. Everything you wished you were, you are on the other side of healing, which means you are now, but it's time for you to do the work, whatever it is. Don't time is coming to an end in this certain period. The disclosure of truth is happening. I've been saying this for a while and I've heard this for a long time. First comes truth, then comes healing. Well, truth is being disclosed right now. And it's going to squeeze everyone in until they can't not look right at the truth that we've been living in a complete, utter deceptive lie for a very long time. And humanity made in the image of the most high God, the creator is reclaiming its right to walk back in the presence of God. Don't go into that time where we will take the first steps into that with pain and trauma. It's not needed. It's not necessary. You can heal. Monica, 
myself, many others who I've had on this podcast are here to help you heal. And so that is my encouragement and my admonition to all of you is go and heal my dear brother and sister, whatever you need to heal for this is the time. This is our time. I bless you all. If you're new to this podcast or if you just haven't done it yet, please like and subscribe. If you're on YouTube, subscribe, hit the like button, share this content, no matter what platform you're listening to. And also I want to say, I have a course coming out with Gordana Burnett. We've been working on this course for two years. It's been a long time. We didn't want to rush it. We wanted to make sure that the timing was in alignment with what's going on. And this course is launching on January 23rd. It is a online course that you can take anytime, but those of you who sign up early get a special offer. So go to undoyourpast.com or message me on Instagram or on Twitter. Send me your email. We'll get you plugged in, get you uh, up to date with that course. But that is launching January 21st on one, two, three, two, three. It's going to be an incredible time of healing. Oh my gosh. It's going to be really beautiful. So make sure you do that. Like subscribe. And uh, as always, my dear brothers and sisters, I love you. I'm Lucas Mack. This is the golden rule revolution. And I'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you brothers and sisters for listening for support in your journey. Go to my website, lucasmack.com. <music>